We read the Bible with a consistently literal interpretation. We interpret the Bible according to the plain meaning conveyed by the grammar and the history. One result of this approach is that we discover a lot of unfulfilled prophecies in God's word. For example, I've told you before, the book of the Revelation, beginning in chapter four, all the way to the end till chapter 22, when you get to the closing benedictions, uh, it's all future to us. We identify several prophetic topics that are predicted, and we consider that the world would be trending in the direction of those topics. And uh, here are some of them. If you've been here for a while, you know the kind of things that we're looking for. And hopefully when you read these articles, now you think, oh, that, that could have a tie-in to the end time. So anything about Israel, the modern state of Israel, because Israel is absolutely at the center of all of the end times prophecies. And so whether they're at war as right now, or whether it's the Temple uh, Institute saying they're ready to rebuild the temple, there are a lot of things going on in Israel all the time. Other trends we look to involve globalism, such as global government, a global economy that is sourced by a, a universal system of identification, global communication. We also see technology advancing uh, in invasive surveillance and personal identification as setting the stage for the world leader most commonly called the Antichrist. With regard to him, we're told uh, that an image of him is gonna be created and given breath or life. We're told that this image would speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. So he'll be a sort of executioner in those days. This previously absurd prophecy that some kind of an image or statue or whatever would come to life or have some kind of sentient life and go around killing those that didn't uh, agree with the beast, the Antichrist, th is now possible. I'm not saying this is the answer, but artificial intelligence certainly fits the bill. AI and robotics is growing at a rate that frightens even the creators, even though they keep on going forward. It's a, that pursuit of science, that selfish, egotistical pursuit of things that before you've got the ethics worked out. And so they're going like crazy. Plus, uh, AI is kind of taking over the research anyway. I read an article this week titled, Scientists Create Biocomputer Combining Circuits with Real Human Brain Tissue. They're calling it a living machine. Here's some excerpts from the article. In what seems like a scene from a science fiction movie, scientists from Indiana University have constructed a hybrid biocomputer that combines lab-grown human brain tissue with traditional circuits. This innovative technology known as BrainAware I'm sorry, I'm sorry. has the potential to integrate AI systems and advanced neuroscience research models of the human brain. And so uh, what could go wrong? Uh, hooking up the brain with circuits from, uh, you know, this kind of stuff. Fox News reported AI gives birth to AI. Scientists say machine intelligence is now capable of replicating without humans. And so what happens is some of these complex AI programs, they're able to make their own less complicated AI programs to help them with their uh, work and research and stuff like that. And so, uh, you know, what's happening is weird. These scientists, they go, they go home at night, then they come home in the morning and they find out that their AI has done something overnight. Last week or two weeks ago, I told you that uh, one of them had come up with 40,000 new uh, weapons, chemical weapons. That, uh, that, that we could make, kind of scary, right? 
Uh, now these, they're, you know, they're reproducing themselves and uh, they're hooking themselves up to, or they're being hooked up to human brain tissue. Meanwhile, and this is a quote, a factory planning to pump out 10,000 two-legged robots a year is taking shape in Salem, Oregon. Uh, so you've got these robots called Digit, a five foot nine, 140 pounds. Why they tell you that, I don't know, except that it's not obese on the obesity scale. Um, and they can, <laughs> this is my favorite part, they walk over and plug themselves in when they need to recharge. So they're kind of like the Borg in that way, right? In fact, this is the Borg, human tissue, robot tissue, uh, in, you know, doing their own uh, reproducing and plugging themselves in. Uh, what could go wrong? I wonder if scientists watch science fiction. Do they just get ideas or are they terrified by these things? Now, really, I am not saying that AI is the fulfillment of this prophecy. What I am saying is that we read the Bible in a literal plain sense, and when we do, we see that in the future, there's going to be this image that seems to have life, that is given life and breath, it says. And uh, as you look around, you think, well, this kind of sounds like what we're doing here. Maybe this will morph into that. If it's something else, that's fine. But I think you can see that we're definitely headed in the direction of uh, the Great Tribulation. Now, uh, speaking of that, we live in the church age. It's between the first coming of Jesus and his return to establish and rule the kingdom of God on earth. His return will be preceded by that seven-year time of incredible trouble, normally called the Great Tribulation. We like to call it the time of Jacob's trouble. That's how Jeremiah uh, described it, because it has mostly to do with Israel. It is God dealing with the Jews again to bring them to faith in Jesus Christ. And we read in the book of Romans that by the end of the seven-year tribulation, all of surviving Israelites will be saved. Jesus promised his church, that's you and I who are believers, I will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole earth to test those who dwell on the earth. And that means he will keep us entirely out of the seven-year great tribulation. He does it by coming and raising the dead in Christ and by rapturing or uh, changing living believers and catching us all up to heaven. That return is imminent. It means it could happen at any time. It's not soon, it's imminent. Any moment, could be today, could be two years from now, but we need to live in terms of thinking that the Lord is coming. And so are you ready for the rapture? If not, get ready and stay ready and keep looking up because ready or not, Jesus is coming.